All right, good morning. Oh, come on. It's a great day outside. It's gorgeous. This is a beautiful fall day to be on a college campus. So I'll do a temperature reading. How is everyone doing? Thumbs up, thumbs down, kind of in the middle of the road. Okay, can I see that? All right. Well, my hope is that we're going to have um, a little fun this morning as you are learning. Uh, my name is Adela Hufford. I am the Director of Orientation, Transition, and Retention here at Goshen College. Um, I wear a lot of different hats. For most of you, I interact with you through orientation. Um, for others, I connect with you throughout the academic year. Um, question, how many sophomores are in here? So you were a first year last year. You can raise your hand so I can see. Okay. And how many of you are first years? You just came from ICC this morning. All right. So first years, those who rose, raised their hand, the sophomores, they walked so you could run. So this is coming out of a core 104 plenary. So you have that next semester during the spring semester. And we did a plenary towards the end on finance. And we had um, Adam Graber-Roth from our um, development office and Greg Summers, who you'll get to see here in just a moment. They did a plenary on finance. We were missing financial aid. And there were lots of questions about financial aid. Um, one of the things that I also do is I meet with students um, who have questions about aid. Um, maybe aid has been dropped. Um, maybe you are still trying to pay your balance for the semester, and I'm following up to see how things are going. And so this has come out of some Core 104 work. It's coming out of conversations with students and just wanting to make sure that we're providing opportunities for you. All right. So this is what we're going to cover this morning. Understanding how to find your financial aid in MyGC, and then information about your bill, your account statement, financial aid, um, but it's also about the bigger picture. It has to do with payment pan plans versus loans and why it's worth it. Um, at the end, there will be an opportunity to um, ask questions, and the great thing is you guys are the introductory group to use the chat box. The chat box is a microphone. What is it? Catch box. Catch box. Okay. So this can be tossed. When it's in the air, the microphone turns off. When it lands and is being held, the microphone turns on. We're going to use this for Q&A today because I'm just curious to know how it's going to work out in an audience and, again, trying to make some of this fun since we're talking about money. And speaking of fun, Get your devices out. Does that music just make you happy? All right, if you have the Kahoot app, that's probably the easiest, but you can also go to kahoot.it. This is your game pin. There's at least 75 of us in here. This is not a requirement um, to participate in the Kahoot, but it will be hopefully some fun.
I'll give about 20 more seconds for you guys to get logged in. Is everyone in that wants to play? We are going to go ahead and get started. When you think about financial aid and paying for college, what emoji or word best describes how you feel? You can type in or use an emoji for this first question. I honestly thought I was gonna get some poop emojis. This is just to show you that a majority of us in the room, this isn't necessarily something that makes us feel great. So just wanted to acknowledge that. All right, where are we located? So today we're being represented by the accounting office, financial aid and orientation, transition retention. And these questions are only 10 seconds because we're, we're not gonna spend all morning on you. So first years, how many of you remember the Campus Resource Tour on Monday? So Greg had chocolate. I have the post-it notes on my door. Financially, it's just out around the corner. Okay. All right, hey girl. Now this is just a poll, so there's no winners. who acknowledged you're not quite sure about the financial aid portal. This convo is for you. So new students, some of you may have found out the hard way about this. What happens when you don't get your final transcript by the time classes begin? All right, so yes, a hold is placed on your account but your aid is actually dropped until you get your transcript turned in, and then we give it back. But until then, that's what happens. <laughs> OTR child. <laughs> At the end, someone please tell me who is the OTR child. I like that. All right. What is the deadline to file your FAFSA to receive Indiana State aid? This is Indiana residents. What's your deadline? So for next year, for the next academic year, in the spring is when you're going to make sure you have that FAFSA filed. OTR child, still holding the place here. 
Again, Indiana residents, how many credit hours must you earn each academic year? Fall, spring, May term, and maybe summer courses. How many credit hours do you need to earn in order to keep that same level of state aid? So that's either 15-15, fall and spring, or you can lower it one semester and be able to take May term for three or four credit hours. You can also take summer classes too if you need to. All right, DKL hopping up there. All right, true or false? If you drop a class right now, you drop a full-time status, what happens? So if you drop a class or classes to where you are coming below full-time status before the end of the semester, so we're after drop ad, but before the end of the semester, your aid gets prorated. And that does impact, those of you who are Indiana State residents, that could impact you for 21st century scholars or maintaining your aid. For athletes, it can impact eligibility, so it's kind of a big deal. DKL, keeping the top spot there. All right. I will receive a paper copy of my bill in the mail to my home address. We are 100% digital here at Goshen College. There is nothing printed and put in the mail. You're going to learn a little bit more about that because it makes you responsible in a way that maybe you didn't realize you were responsible. DKL, keeping that top spot, but Paulina's coming up right after you. All right, being a financially responsible college student includes... All of the above and more. And you'll find out about the more in just a little bit. All right, last question. Are you ready to learn? Awesome. Thank you for the 15 or two. Totally being honest with me about that. So talking about the gift cards, at the end of this bonus combo, you will swipe your card. There will be two people on either side. If you were in the balcony, please come down through the middle and, and get swiped. I will get a report of who is here today, and then we will do a drawing um, later today. And those winners will be announced um, in the communicator on Monday. And that involves $25 gift card to Java Junction. So you can use this for anything at Java. And there'll be three of you who will win one of these. The slides that you're about to see will be shared, and the link to the Spotify playlist, which is special just for today. I'm going to slide up here just for a moment because I'm going to go ahead and introduce colleagues. Um, joining me today is Thomas Applegate from the Financial Aid Office and Greg Summers um, from the Accounting Office. And then I will rejoin at the end, but I'd like to invite my colleagues to the stage.
for coming. I know you're all so excited because you come to college to learn about finance. Actually, some of you do. Um, you've met or you've seen uh, all the people up here at one point or another, whether you realize it or not. It's not like we lurk outside your rooms, but you know, you'll, you'll see us. Uh, financial aid staff across from the registrar's office, good place. Uh, accounting office, around the corner from financial aid, has chocolate, better place. Um, so, there we are. Uh, Thomas, why don't you kind of dig right yeah. in? Um, so, the stuff we're gonna talk about today is really important. I know that all of you came to college just to pay for college, like that was the reason you decided to attend, yeah. um, clearly. <laughs> Sorry. But it is really important, uh, even though it's it's, feels like an auxiliary thing that maybe you don't want to pay attention to sometimes, it's really important that you do. So we're going to go over some of the broad strokes today so that you have an idea of what you need to do so that you're in good standing with us and good standing with the college financially, um, but also so that you feel comfortable and it doesn't stress you out, because that's the last thing that we want, is to stress you out more than you already are as you're trying to go through your academic careers here. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to start with here couple of terms that you guys need to know. I'm sure most of you already know these things. Um, talking about the FAFSA, that's the Free Application for Federal Student Aid. Uh, this is a form with the government. Uh, sometimes people get confused about that. This is not like a Goshen College specific form. Uh, then you've got your direct costs for college and your indirect costs. So the direct costs are all the things that you're paying to Goshen College. So those would include tuition, your meal plan, your housing costs, uh, if you are in the nursing department and have a nursing fee, that's to Goshen. Uh, there are a couple of other odds and ends, but that's most of it there. The indirect costs are much, much more broad. Uh, and those things can include your books, even if you're buying them from the Goshen College website, those are still uh, considered indirect costs because you don't have to buy them there. Uh, transportation costs, uh, if you're buying stuff for your dorm room, those would all be considered indirect costs. Um, if you are living in the apartments and you're cooking some of your own meals, the food that you're cooking in your apartments would be considered indirect costs as well. So when you take out financial aid, this would include scholarships, loans, all of that, that can all be put toward both direct costs and indirect costs. So what is financial aid? I mentioned a couple of things. Uh, the top thing that you guys all think of when you think of financial aid is your scholarships and any grants that you're getting. But it also includes loans and uh, sometimes it can be employment opportunities like work study or having a campus job here. Now I wanted to mention that loans are financial aid because when you ask me if you call in and say, hey, will my tuition and room and board and all of my costs be covered by my financial aid? And I say yes, I'm including your loans in that. So that if you decline your loans and say, I don't want to take out my loans, 
you would end up owing. And that has been confusing for I know a number of people. Once I explain it, they're like, oh, sure, got it. But I just want you to guys all, all to know that, that when I'm talking about your financial aid, I'm including those loans as well. So where can you find your financial aid? So a number of you are on your computers or uh, have your phone out. If you guys could log in to my GC real quick, I'm going to walk you through this so that you all know where this is. So that in, you know, a couple of months when you're looking to look at it for spring or looking at it for next year, even if you don't remember exactly, you do remember, I know this exists somewhere, and then you can just ask where it is. So you log into my GC. You should see a screen similar to this one there. And go down to the box that says financial aid and accounting, and then you click on financial aid, that link right there. I'll let you all get into it because I know that the dual verification and all that can take a second. Looks like there's some other important things there too. Huh. Yes, there are some other important things there that we will be mentioning later, so <laughs> keep that in mind as well. Okay. All right, how are we doing? Thumbs up, thumbs down, are we in? Most people still waiting on a couple, okay. All right, so you know that you're clicking on the financial aid side. Let's go to the next one so you can see that. All right, this is what comes up when you are in. It will not say Greg. It will say your name. Whatever your name happens to be, it will be there. Uh, and I know a lot of you, you see this and you're like, well, where's my financial aid? It's not right there. You have to go up to the menu in the top left corner. That is where you would get a drop-down menu. Uh, for a number of you, I helped you with this earlier in the year, uh, and for a lot of you, you just kind of figured it out as you looked around. There are a number of options there, one of which is accept awards. It probably won't be there right now because you've already done that. But there will be an awards button there that you can click on, and that's where you can view your financial aid for this semester and for the year. So those are the really important things to know about where to go in MyGC so that you can view your financial aid. And you can view that at any point through the semester. So if you're wondering right now, oh wait, what's my aid? You could go in there and look at that. And you should be able to see that as you're getting into it now. All right, moving on to some other things having to do with financial aid. I mentioned the FAFSA earlier. Uh, there's a number of ways that the FAFSA is used. Primarily, it's used by the federal government to determine how much financial need you have. Now, what they mean by financial need is how much the government thinks your family can afford to pay in that year. So the EFC, the number that you get at the end of filing the FAFSA, is, stands for Estimated Family Contribution. Don't need to remember all that, that's fine. Uh, I just want you to know that that number is what the government is estimating that your family can afford to pay for the year. And then we at Goshen in the financial aid office use that number to help determine some of your need-based scholarships. So you would have your academic scholarship, any athletic scholarships, music scholarships, um, but then any other scholarships, the GC grant or things like that, uh, some of our other endowed scholarships are determined by financial need. We are using the FAFSA to do that. You guys don't need to remember all of that. I just want you to kind of have that in your mind so that when I mention these things to you later, it rings a bell for you. 
So you can see a couple more of the things that the FAFSA is used for. These are from the federal government. So you have Pell Grants, again, based on financial need. Uh, SEOG, which is also another grant based on financial need. The Teach Grant or Loan, that has to do with being an education student. There are very specific requirements that need to be met if you're in the education department to meet that uh, qualification to get you the Teach Grant. If you do not meet those, that then turns into a loan. And it's a loan, frankly, with not great interest rates. So if you are in the education department and you know that you want to be a teacher, feel free to ask your professors about that TEACH grant or talk to us in the financial aid office about that TEACH grant. Um, but we do want to make sure we don't offer that to first years right off the bat because we want to make sure that education really is what you want to do because otherwise that would turn into a loan. Uh, and then work study is the last thing on there. Uh, work study is a little bit different. Um, so a couple of things to know about work study. Work study is not money that you are getting directly from the government. Work study is essentially the way that Goshen College can afford to hire all of you as campus workers. So the government will help us pay for some of that money that we are then paying you. But the way that you are paid is the way you would be paid for a standard job. So you would log your hours uh, through the accounting office. Uh, you would uh, figure out, okay, what's my hourly wage? How many hours did I work? And that would determine what you're paid for that month. And then if you want that money to go toward your tuition, you would then have to take that money and write a check or send it into the accounting office. That's how you would normally pay your bill. And you would still have to do that with your money from work study. It will not directly be applied to your bill or anything like that. So on your financial aid award that you see every year online that we talked about earlier that you saw in my GC, if you see work study on there, just know that's not going directly into your account. It's a different, different type of process there. Thomas, and it's also important to understand that it's not paid out up front. It's only paid out as wages if you get an on-campus job and work uh, to earn the wages. So when you see work study, think spending money for the semester. Don't think, I'm going to cover my bill with this because the bill is due before you start the semester. Yes. Um, and there's no penalty. You might ask, what happens if I sign up for work study, but then I don't get a campus job? Nothing. That's fine. So if you, if you think there's even a remote possibility that you'll get a job on campus and you're eligible for work study, you might as well sign up for that work study because there's no penalty uh, even if you don't. All right, uh, I've mentioned some of our uh, other aid. I'm gonna talk a little bit about loans just so that you have a kind of idea of how these loans work. Uh, all of you who are students that are eligible to file the FAFSA, so this would not apply to international students or students that are not eligible to file the FAFSA for other reasons. So anybody who's eligible to file FAFSA, you will be eligible for student loans. They will be either unsubsidized student loans or some combination of subsidized and unsubsidized loans. Subsidized loans don't start accruing interest until after you graduate. So those are really nice because over the next 
two, three, four years, however long it is until you graduate, those will not accrue interest. The unsubsidized loans will start accruing interest right away. So as soon as they are sent to us from the government, they will start accruing interest. Now, there are plenty of strategies for paying off your loans if you want to pay on the interest while you're in school so that you only have to pay off the main principal amount after you graduate, great. If you want to start making payments over the summer on your loans, also great. Uh, you don't want to take out more loans than you have to. We'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Um, but I just wanted to mention a couple of the different kinds of loans on here. Uh, the subsidized and unsubsidized loans are both direct loans. Uh, you'd have the nursing loan. Some of you that are nursing students would be familiar with that. Uh, and then the Parent PLUS loan is the last loan on this list. This is the option after you have all of your other financial aid, the Parent PLUS would be sort of the last step or the last part of financial aid that would be added. This can be taken up to the cost of uh, those direct costs and indirect costs. Some of your parents have taken these loans, some have not. Uh, what's worth knowing is that the plus loan interest rate is that 8% and the direct loans are that 5.5%. So you would want to take the direct loans before you would take the plus loans, even though you could take it all in plus loans. You would not want to because there's a higher interest rate there, so it will cost you more money in the long term. Well, and also the origination fee. That is, uh, yes. okay, so you, you go for a loan for 1950 but why doesn't 1950 show up as a credit on my bill? Because they take out the origination fee. So you notice for direct loans, it's 1.057% and quadruple that for uh, PLUS loans. So if your parent puts in a loan application to cover exactly what you owe, you're going to be short because they, the government takes out that 4.228% uh, right up front. Yep. Yeah, think of that as a processing fee, more or less, is what that origination fee is. Uh, they are all fixed rates, yes. Yes, so for the life of that loan, that is what they will cost. Uh, the direct costs and indirect costs, I should mention, that 5.5% is what it is for this year, this academic year. That changes from year to year. Sometimes it changes, sometimes it doesn't. So if you look at your uh, loans later on and say, why do I have so many loans with different interest rates? It's because each year they may have a different interest rate. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so I think I mentioned most of that stuff about loans, so we can okay. pass that. Uh, the next thing on the FAFSA, I'm gonna zip through this because most of you have done this. The federal student aid is where you would file FAFSA. Mm -hmm. uh, the FAFSA is what's used for Indiana state aid as well. So those of you from Indiana would know that you've gotten this. Two things to know. File FAFSA by that April 15th deadline. Make sure you're taking over 30 credit hours. If you have any questions about that, feel free to talk to me later. I'm happy to run through more of that with you for your specific situation. Uh, and then the last thing really is outside scholarships. So we have the Church Aid Match Program, but a variety of other groups will give you aid 
That can be local community groups. It can be uh, maybe the county that you're from, maybe your high school, uh, or just like a random, uh, you got a random McDonald's scholarship or something like that. Uh, we'll accept all of those and they'll tack right on top of whatever, whatever other aid you're getting. So those are really nice if you want to do that. And then the last thing is I wanted to put this up there because I know that paying for college can be stressful and it can feel like, oh man, it's a lot of money I'm having to pay. But I want you guys to know that we have skin in the game as well. Like Goshen College is invested in your education. We want to make sure that you're successful here and we do everything that we can to make sure that you are. Um, so come work with us, come talk to us. That's why we are here is so that we can help you guys with all of that. There's a reason I'm a financial aid counselor. Uh, counselor's right in the name and that's, that's what my job is, is to help you guys out. So anybody that has any questions on their financial aid, feel free to talk to me later. We'll have the Q&A to get into more things as yep. we go. Yep. All right, let's get into the Q&A. So financial responsibility. Uh, you probably remember signing, or if you haven't, we'll talk, a financial responsibility agreement. It's a required form as part of the admission process. Um, that's a big deal. That's our terms and conditions. You know how when your phone updates and you have the new, and you just you know, scroll, 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 accept? You really should read those things. Um, it's important if you have, if mom or dad is paying for you, or if uncle or you have an attorney that's doing something, set them up with parent access because we legally can't talk to you until you have that on file. And it's super awkward <laughs> when your parents call and want to talk about your bill and I'm like, I'm writing down all your questions and I'll send the answers to your student to forward on to you. And that's when you'll get a call from your parent. So, yay. So, this form, it's very wordy. This is the part you scroll by on your phone all the time. This is our terms and conditions. And the first thing is you're going to read and take care of your email when we send you stuff. I hammered on that a lot because there's, a, there's some issues with this. In the fine print, it says, I am responsible for reading the emails I receive from GC on a timely basis. Who's read the communicator this morning? Good, good. At least read the headlines to see if there's something there of interest. I have been making <laughs> so many announcements about the timing of when bills are due and uh, when refunds are coming out and what that looks like. And yet I still get questions every day. Um, what's a refund? What, when is that coming? What, how much am I getting? Yeah. So it's one thing to be able to communicate with everyone at once it's a whole other level of activity when each student is asking the same question and over and over. And that's why we really try to reach out to everyone at once so that you're all getting this. So speaking of terms and conditions, this is another little side point about financial responsibility. Um, how many of you have credit cards? Not debit cards, I'm talking about credit cards. All right, anybody wanna share what your APR is? What is an APR? Why, that's a great question. Annual percentage rate. So, um, like, I've seen cards that range from 12, 15, 17.9% every year. So if you have an outstanding balance on your credit card, 
you're getting charges upon charges when you don't pay it off in full. So a lot of people think, oh, college, okay, I'm gonna get a credit card, I'm gonna establish my credit rating, it's gonna be awesome. Yes, fine, but make sure you pay it off each month. It will save you hundreds, thousands of dollars if you do that. So something extra to take home with you. Accounting terms, a student account. Uh, the student account, that's where I live. I'm the student account manager, so a little obsessed. Um, that's where all of your charges and aid and I won't mention names, but you're like six parking tickets so far this semester. That's where they reside. And when you get those lovely little notes from accounting around the 10th of each month that say you have a balance due or you have a credit balance, that's what it's based on. Everything that is posted on your account. That's really the statement that looks to the past, what has been posted on your account. A student bill for the next semester as you might have seen on my GC, it says my bill for next semester. That only looks forward. So it will include your past due balance, but it also includes the financial aid and charges for the upcoming semester. It's really important to take a look at that when those come out. I will say for those of you uh, who are, who make changes, so like a, about a month ahead of time, uh, the next due date is what, December 12th, I think. Uh, for spring. So in, uh, in November, you'll, your bill will be ready and I'll make announcements saying, retrieve your bill. We do not mail them to the home anymore. Since I've been here in 2016, that has been the case. So uh, make sure you retrieve that. If you have parent access, your parents can take care of it. They can log on and get it. And that's an awesome thing. Um, financial responsibility agreement, I already talked about that, terms and conditions. Parent access, Again, we are legally prevented from talking to people about the specifics of your bill unless you set up parent access. So if you're willing to take all responsibility for communication in a timely manner and getting things done, okay, I'm happy for you. I used to be an administrator in an elementary school where backpack mail, you, you know, we'd put notes in for the parents. At the end of the year, you know, parents would pull out like Christmas announcements and stuff like that. We don't want to do that. That's kind of how it is with email if we don't have parent access. All right. So uh, as I mentioned on my GC, my bill for next semester, my current account balances will actually take you to um, a report that's on, on the website. But if you want to see what an, actually, an actual statement looks like, there's a thing there to, um, to generate a statement for you. That link is in every uh, e-statement we send out, those little things that say how much you owe. By the way, if it says your balance is, and it's in parentheses, that means it's a credit balance. You have more aid than charges. Please do not pay anything in parentheses. It happens pretty much every year where we get a payment and I'm like, well, that doubles the refund we'll have to issue. That's uh, math, okay. So just understand parentheses in your favor. Now, a bill, prime example, um, credits, that is in your favor. So all these are in parentheses. Um, Nelnet contract, when you set them up, this is what we're going for. We wanna, we wanna get that number to zero. So, it takes a combination of uh, church aid and scholarships and loans and all the other stuff 
to cover these charges. This is from last year, so the prices are different. Oh, and if any of you have uh, parents who might be looking for a job and are qualified to work at Goshen College, uh, that is a huge benefit right there. That is an employee discount. So scholarships and grants are great, but I would say having somebody who works here, also awesome. Um, now the payment plan, uh, talk a little bit about that. Payment plan versus a loan. A loan is necessary for most people going to college. That's great. If you can uh, minimize the amount of loans you get and maybe use a payment plan to pay a little bit as you go, you will save a lot of money in the long term. Because that, um, that loan up there for, what is it, $3,216 over the course of... Um, five years, it's going to cost you $4,117.09. That's uh, $867 in interest on that one semester loan. Important to make it, but minimize it when you can. So if you're living on campus and you've taken out lots of loans and you're getting a $7,000 refund, you're over-borrowing. Okay? Be careful. It's, it's great to have lots of money, but it comes at a cost. So what happens? Maybe you retrieved the bill, maybe you didn't. You thought mom or dad would take care of it, but oh, you forgot to set up parent access. Well, I'm sure they'll mail a bill to home. No, no, no. This is your responsibility to take care of. What happens if you don't pay the bill on time? You get a hold. Depending on the amount of the, of the balance due, uh, you may not be able to add or drop classes. Uh, it will prevent the release of transcripts. If you're an athlete and you want to compete, we can't release an official transcript if you have a financial hold on your account. Good luck competing. You also get late fees, so next month, $200, 60 days after the due date, which is a long time. If you've dealt with anything else, if, if you're renting an apartment and you don't pay the rent for two months, and you don't communicate with your landlord, guess what? Looking for a new apartment. Um, finance charges based on about 1% of your posted past due balance. That gets added every 10th of the month. So there are penalties up front. I unfortunately have to also deal with collection agencies. If a student is unresponsive or just hasn't thought things through, hasn't accepted aid and they waited too long, things like that. When I send a student to a collections agency, it generally adds 30 to 40% right up front to whatever you owe. So if you think you owe a lot now, try adding just short of half on top. And then there are also interest rates. So we exist to prevent that from happening. Um, we want to help you take care of your financial stuff so that you can focus on being a student. And that's the goal. So is it worth it? I love this graphic for a number of reasons. Um, I like green, so that's good. Over the course of your career, with a bachelor's, if you finish your bachelor's degree, according to this study, you're going to earn $1.2 million more than those who just have a high school diploma. So you tell me, is it worth it? I would have to say probably, and it, whatever your major is, 
whatever your major is, understand you're gonna go through changes in life where you might have to switch careers and things, but you are getting a foundation. Uh, intellectual, social, emotional, all that stuff is happening right now. And that's why college is important for so many. So let us help you to deal with this so you can get there, okay? And now, a special feature. All right, that was a lot of information. Remember, slides will be shared through the communicator on Monday. Um, but right now, we want to give an opportunity if you have questions. So either questions you have or questions your friends have talked about and you want to ask on their behalf. Um, but I do have um, Java drink coupons. So if you ask a question, I'm going to hand you a drink card so we can have some uh, conversation right now. So I'm going to set my stuff down, and then I'm going to bring out the cube. Do I have someone? OK, hold on. I'm going to walk it. I am not going to throw it. Oh my goodness, I don't need to become a meme. Chuck the cube, chuck the cube. I'll let you be the first one. Oh, sounds good. Hello? Okay. Um, uh, you guys had mentioned uh, talking about work study and I am authorized for work study. How do I get involved in that? Who do I contact to uh, do that? Oh. Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so there are a couple of things. Uh, I guess the first thing to mention is that there is a job fair that happens in the fall. Um, so that can be helpful for people looking for work study or for on-campus jobs. Uh, I would say talk to professors. They can be very helpful with knowing where there are jobs available. Uh, if you talk to people over at the physical plant or in our food service, I know those two uh, departments are especially helpful. Uh, there's also um, a place to go online through career services to be able to see what jobs are posted right now and what are open. Um, the hope is that we can get those posted by the time that school year starts, but there's also a place. So I've written this down. As the questions are being asked, I'm also writing them down, and I will put those at the end of the slide deck um, and make sure we have answers for everything. Okay. So Carly. Okay. Does the loan repayment program, the LARP, does that help you pay off your Parent PLUS loans? LRAP. Oh, yes. So the LRAP program applies to any student loans that you take while you're in school. And those Parent PLUS loans are still considered student loans. Yes. Even though your parent is uh, taking them out on your, your behalf, they are still taken out on your behalf. So, yes. So many hands. What does it mean to get assigned a loan servicer, and how do you um, go about logging in and making sure that you're up to date with your loan servicer? You want to take that, or I can start. Uh, so a loan servicer is, uh, the federal government doesn't want to do all this administration. So they contract with people, places like Nelnet, which is super confusing, and I'll talk about that in a second, Great Lakes, other finance companies, to administer your loans. For now, studentaid.gov. 
that's where you're going to get all the information. It tells you who your loan servicer is and so forth. Um, those of you who Google Nelnet and log into Nelnet.com to make a payment on your account, well, there are alarms going off. Let's just say that. Um, because uh, they, if you happen to have a Nelnet loan and you're wanting to set up a payment plan, get, they're not going to correct you. You're going to make a payment on your loan and still owe money to the college for the semester. So be careful. I always send people to goshen.edu forward slash pay online. It gets you to the right part of Nelnet to set up a plan or an account. But studentaid.gov is where you need to start. And studentaid.gov would also have the information on all of the loans that you've taken so far in your college career. So you could log on right now and see what loans have I taken so far, and those would be on there. Yes, all right, functional. Um, will the financial aid we gain during the school year also apply to our SST travel? Yes, um, so any financial aid that you're getting through the year would be for fall, spring, and potentially summer. So even if you're taking like a summer SST, yes, your financial aid would be, uh, or we would build a fin financial aid award to include the summer. Now, that brings up an important point. You need to tell us what classes you're taking in what semester. So if you're going to go on SST, you need to let us know that you're taking a summer SST so that we can create that financial aid award for you because it will not just happen automatically. So that's very important to know as well um, that when you decide with your advisor or whoever, oh yes, I'm gonna do a summer, summer classes or I'm gonna take summer SST, definitely let us know about that and we will create the financial aid award and add that aid for you over the summer. It's especially important for commuters who are not used to being charged yes. room and board because SST is a much bigger bill than you're used to paying. Uh, the other thing is, those of you who are going on off-campus programs like LA Film School, there are forms to fill out that have to be turned in at least a couple months ahead so that charges can be set up and accurate and aid can be awarded. Please do not wait until the day before you leave. Yeah. Um, are there any scholarship opportunities that we could get right now? So most of, not really, not right now. Most of the things that you would apply for would be uh, over the summer or things like that. And most of those now would not be from Goshen College. So if there are outside scholarships that you want to apply for, absolutely do that. Um, yeah. Google it. Yeah. Google. Yeah, if you were to ask me, hey, where can I find more scholarships, I'd be doing the same Google search that you guys would do. Um, I don't really have any special information on that um, beyond what we have here. Now, if, if you've received an email from me, and I guarantee each of you has received an email from me, um, there is, I do have a link in my signature line right now that, you know, if you're interested in outside scholarships, click here. It takes you to one of the aggregate sites. It's pretty good. You can narrow down by, you know, I'm a nursing student in my third year and blah, blah, blah. So, but that should be done way before the beginning of the school year or the semester. Hello. Uh, this is kind of the same as that one, but you know the way you were saying there's like church aid you can get. How, how do you go about getting that? 
How do you go about getting church aid? Oh, church aid. Uh, yes, so you just need to talk with your church um, and essentially there is a form that churches can fill out that says we have these students attending our school, this is the amount of aid that we'll give for the fall semester or spring semester. Um, but also if your church just sends us a check, make sure that your name and ID number is in the memo line so that we know who that money is for, uh, or send a letter along with it to say who that money is for. Um, basically, the first step, if you're not sure if your church would do that, is go talk to your church, see if they'll uh, give you any aid there, um, and then we will match that, but I should mention that match is only up to tuition. So, yeah. Uh, the question is, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, if can uh, can a parents' uh, loans be added to a student's loans when they graduate? They can pay it off, being responsible for the the payments, not the parents. So no, not really. Um, okay. So the Parent Plus loan will always be in the name parents. of the parent, and so I've known some families that. Uh, the parents basically tell the student that they need to pay them back for what they are getting on the Parent PLUS loan, but that's something internal to your family that's not, uh, there's no real way to move those loans over to the student. Sounds good. Question. Got a question. How can I know if there are uh, offer jobs or what kind, what kind of, wait. What type of work study jobs does GC offer and how can I know if there are offers? The, we have a career networks uh, website. Um, I think it's, uh, Dan help me out here, is it uh, goshen.edu forward slash careers? It, it's on the website. Um, let's see, the career network person. There, there, yeah, there are some jobs that you can only get if you are work-study, but then there are other jobs that even if you're not eligible for work-study, you can still work on campus and get those. And I should mention, you're only eligible for work-study if you're eligible to file the FAFSA, and it has to do with financial need and some other things. So you're only eligible for work-study if you saw that on your financial aid award. Um, International yeah. students don't get uh, don't get right. that, but there is work authorization. There is work authorization. Yes. The other thing is, pro tip: uh, if you work in the cafeteria, you're probably going to earn a little bit more than yeah. if you earn if you work uh, a regular on-campus job at in the library, phys plan, whatever. Thank you. Can you touch? It's throw it. Yes. All right, <laughs> see it works. I love this little box. I know, right? Why is this box so comfortable? Stop. I don't want to stop holding it. It's okay. fantastic. Um, yeah. Okay, so my question is, um, you know there are some people that choose to donate for like, um, to help out with your, mm -hmm. um, your education. Mm -hmm. My question is, if that person gives you money why would that imply taking away some of your aid and replacing it? So are you talking about scholarships that are from yeah. the college? Okay, yeah. 
So basically the GC grant that we have that we put on your award, that's what you're talking about switching out. Um, the GC grant is just a placeholder. And, that's, and we're only able to award that money at all because we know that there are a variety of donors and things that have given scholarship money and given uh, money to the college to help with your aid. Um, and so the, process, the, the swapping that out, uh, while it does look a little weird, the only reason we were able to give that aid in the first place is because of those scholarships that already existed. It's just uh, logistically on our end easier to do it than trying to figure out as we're adding the aid what specific named scholarship could be given to each specific person. So what you'll see eventually is uh, you might see a GC loan or a GC um, scholarship being taken off but replaced dollar for dollar with a named scholarship. That's the process after everything is kind of the dust is settling. Uh, that's where financial aid goes, okay, what can we cover? Who best would be served by these different scholarships? And that's what happens. But Yeah, we, but we wouldn't be able to give that money at all to start with if we didn't have all of those ways of paying for it, essentially. So when you graduate so and you get the $1.2 million, um, just remember, yeah. people donated so you could be here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's so bad. Oh, my gosh, sorry. <laughs> Okay. Um, can you just like pay off your loans with a debit card? Oh, it's going to cost you. Well, a debit card goes right into your bank account. So yeah, okay. sure. Okay. If you have if you have a chunk I mean, of change like, like that, why not? Yeah, what you're through your loan servicer or through uh, studentaid.gov, like you can make payments yeah. now if you want to while you're in school. Yeah. So say you uh, your freshman year took out your direct loans total, which would be like 5,500. Uh, but then you win the lottery your sophomore year and just have all this extra money, awesome. Yes, you could use that to pay off the rest of your student loans if you wanted to. A note about financial responsibility, the Don't lottery- Don't expect to win the lottery. The lottery no. is it mathematically not likely. Do not <laughs> invest there hoping to pay off your loans. Thank you. But yes, you can- Give that man a cube, would you please? <laughs> Give that man a cube. Man must have cube. Okay, so when you go to pay off your loans, and you mentioned there's multiple loans with different interest rates, can you choose to pay off the higher interest rate loans first? Yes. Yes, you can. You uh, will have to pay, after you graduate, you will have to pay a minimum on all of your loans based on the repayment plan you set up. But you can always pay extra money and so that extra money you would want to, yes, target toward the loans with the higher interest rate. Even if you're only rounding up $5 a month, uh, something, anything, it's going to help you long term. Uh, same thing with a mortgage. I mean, that's what we've done for years, just round up. Just what, what extra can we pay? Round 